Hi everyone, Bella here of Isabella Resin Art and welcome to my Resonate podcast. It's been a while since my last post, I mean my last podcast. And I'm super grateful that um, to whoever is listening here, baka meron. Thank you so much. Happy New Year, medyo late na, but Happy New Year pa rin. Anyway, so um, today I will share with you my... Um, like updates about my art and a lot of things that I want to share. <laughs> and um, what else? Uh, I, I hope that whoever you are listening to this right now had a wonderful New Year and Christmas celebration, which is I think that's the first thing that I will share with you right now, wherein um, I realized during my Christmas celebration na ang saya talaga ng Pasko dito sa Sweden all my life. Pasko sa Pilipinas yung naranasan ko. And of course, since I have no one, or I mean nothing, no other celebration na pwede kong i-compare sa Philippine Christmas, naniniwala ako na yun yung pinakamasayang Christmas ever. Isipin nyo, we celebrate Christmas na sobrang haba, ba? Sobrang habang panahon. Isa tayo sa mga celebrate ng Christmas ng mula September hanggang first week of January. But then, I don't know, here in Sweden, we celebrated it like once in Christmas. Isang araw, I mean, once in December. Isang araw lang sa December, pumipili lang yung mga pamilya kung kailan nila gustong mag-celebrate. But then, yung isang araw na yon, sobrang meaningful because punong-puno ng mga tradisyon. And yung tradisyon na yon walang kinalaman sa gano'ng karami yung pagkaing handa nyo. May mga regalo ba kayo and all that? Um, I don't know. It's, it's a different feeling. And my friend, Leia, also told me about it. That it's really different here. So, let me tell you about how I celebrated Christmas. Last year, 2021, I don't know, sorry, 2020, when I arrived here in Sweden. Since wala pa ako ganong kakilala, I celebrated alone. And um, wala akong... Wala akong mapuntahan because I think nagsusnow that time and masakit yung pa ako so I really can't go out. But then, uh, nitong taon na to, 2021, dahil nga siguro nag-ease na rin yung mga restrictions and all that, I think that's the primary reason bakit hindi ako makaalis like 2020. Aside from ayoko talagang lumabas is because of the pandemic. But this year, iba na talaga kasi, yun nga, nag-ease restrictions and in-invite ako ng family ng friend ko na si Simon sa kanila to spend Christmas. Tapos, in-invite din ako nung uh, tita ng friend ko na mag-Christmas din sa kanila. So, alam mo yon, maraming mga tao na gustong i-share sa akin kung paano sila nagsa-celebrate ng Pasko. And for me, it's like parang, okay, okay, alam mo yon, parang, parang ganun lang. Sobrang, sobrang natatouch ako. But then, um, para sa isip ko, iba pa rin yung Pasko kapag syempre kasama mo yung pamilya mo and all. And then, nagulat ako kasi nung Ano, nung malapit na yung talagang Christmas, which is Christmas Eve 24 and 25, yung friend ko na si Simon talagang nagsisensya sa akin ng photos on how they celebrate Christmas. And natutuwa ako kasi alam mo yung lahat sila talagang nakabihis ng maganda, even him, naka-Amerikana. And then, meron silang mga tradisyon sa bahay. Like for example, gumagawa sila ng mga gingerbread houses na sabay-sabay nilang binibake, silang magkakapamilya. 
magawa sila ng mga candies, na yung mga recipes ng candies na yun, for example, is doon lang sa family nila. Mga pagkain na sikat tuwing Pasko dito sa Sweden, niluluto din ng mga pamilya, na kung minsan nga daw nagkakaubusan na yung mga ingredients sa, sa groceries. And then, after nilang kumain ng sabay-sabay, mag-open sila ng gifts. And then, after nun, instead na matulog sila, alam mo yung chika, kamusta ka na, nung ginagawa mo? Well, other families naman, nag- naglalaro ng card games, mga ganon. So, isang buong araw, isang buong gabi, kung minsan, wala kayong ginawa but to spend time, quality time, with with family members, which is, I find it really nice. And, hindi ganun kami mag-celebrate sa bahay. Minsan nga, hindi nagigising sa gabi. Magluluto ng magluluto ng buong araw. And then, matutulog din naman sa gabi. Hindi naman namin pinagsasaluhan ng sama-sama. Pero dito, alam mo yun, they make sure na nagsasalo-salo sila. Alam mo yun, nag-uusap about, about everything. Parang recap of what you did the whole year. How are you, etc. But then, the coziness, yung feeling na family sila na magkakasama sila. It's really something na hinahanap ko bilang tao. And yun nga, pagdating ng Christmas Eve, nagpunta ako sa bahay ng tita ng friend ko. Hindi nila ako talaga kapamilya, but hindi ko yun na-feel that day. So, pagdating ko doon, nandun na rin yung iba nilang mga anak, yung girlfriend ng anak nila, mayroon pa silang bagong member ng family na si Hero na isang dog. And... Sabay-sabay sila nagluluto ng mga pagkain na yung mga food na yon for example, meatballs. Ang Sweden ay sobrang famous sa kanilang meatballs. Meron silang sariling recipe for that. Merong gratin, merong mga seal, which is yung fermented herring or fish. And then yung ham na recipe din ng pamilya. Since diabetic si tita, hindi, siya nag, hindi sila nagluluto ng candies and all that. But then, chocolates, meron kasi favorite din ng asawa niya and all. Pero, hindi na kumakain si tita because nga sa kanyang health condition. And then, after namin kumain, para mag-usap-usap, nag-dinner kami ng 5pm, which is very normal dito sa Sweden. After namin mag-dinner, nakabihis din kami ng maganda, nakadress ako, sila tita, nakadress din sila. Alam mo yung parang it's an event na pinaghahandaan, hindi pwedeng like, nakapambahay ka lang or what. Once na umupo ka sa hapagkainan, dapat nakabihis ka ng maayos, which is, alam mo yun, parang this is a once in a year celebration na pinaghahandaan talaga nila. Knowing na, hindi, Christmas is a very uh, Christian, alam mo yun? It's a religious celebration. Knowing na yung Sweden, hindi naman siya ganun ka-religious na country. But then in terms of traditions, especially nung Pasko, sobrang damang-dama mo kung ano yung talagang Pasko, which is love, uh, spending time with family, etc. So after namin kumain ng chika-chika sa hapagkainan, Um, alam mo yun, nakakatuwa pa kasi yung both ends ng table, andan talaga si tita tsaka si tito nakaupo, and then kami sa, ma- sa gilid. Which is, you know, as, as, the, as the father and the mother, yung alam mo yun, hindi ko yun nafe-feel eh. Never namin yun ginawa sa family namin since kapag kakain kami, okay, kumain ka, bahala ka. Alam mo yun, hindi kami yun sabay-sabay talaga kumakain. And then, after namin kumain, yun na, nagkaroon na ng exchange gift exchange gifts, which is very traditional then, kasi may paraan sila ng pag-exchange gift using a dice. 
And sobrang ano yung tag dito. Medyo may pagka-technical yung rules. Pero kapag natuto ka na, alam mo na ako pa paano gawin. And mind you, ginagawa nila yun noon pa. Like bata pa yung mga anak nila. So alam na alam na talaga nila on how you do it. And if there's a new person na sasali, sinasabihan lang nila on how how to play with with it. And then after no, nung tapos na yung exchange gift namin na uh, sa pamamagitan nga ng dice, um, nagbigayan naman ng gifts, which is lahat ng gift ay galing kay Tito and Tita. And I really did not expect na meron din akong gift kasi nga, eh, hindi man ako member ng family. Alam mo, nakikipasko lang ako. But then, sabi ng Tita, ah, uh, you can um antag dito it's 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 nice na meron kang nabubuksang regalo it's also the kind of thinking na meron yung 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 mga magulang ko back in the philippines kasi wala akong ninong at ninang talaga so binibigyan nila ako ng regalo para lang may mabubuksan ako so buong buhay ko mula nung bata ako ganun yung system Well, naiba na nung nagkatrabaho na ako at nakakabili na ng, ng mga gusto ko. Instead na ako yung mabigyan ng regalo, mas gusto ko talaga ako yung nagbibigay ng regalo. Hindi ako makapagbigay ng regalo kay na tita because una, gipit ako ngayon. <laughs> And hindi ko naman talaga sila kilala bilang, bilang tao. Alam mo yun, ang hirap magbigay ng regalo na ganun ni eh. So, pero nakakatawa. Alam mo yun na, ang simple lang ng mga regalo, like for example, uh, chocolates para kay Tito kasi favorite niya pala yun. So, ayun. Like, si Tita ayaw niya talaga ng regalo but then sabi ng asawa niya, every year I try to give something for my wife. Pero si Tita, alam mo yung nakakatawa na parang hindi siya grateful. <laughs> Pero inaasar lang siya. Yung mga ganun. So, buong gabi, walang ginawa kundi mag-usap, mag-asaran, mag uh, bukas ng regalo, pag napagod na manunood ng TV. Kasi dito sa Sweden may palabas tuwing Pasko eh na cartoons and sabi ng friend ko nga buong buong Sweden manunood ng mga cartoons na yan, lalo na yung mga bata, sobrang favorite nila. And tradition din 'yun kada Pasko na nanunood sila ng cartoons, which is very very I find it nice. Alam mo 'yon na hindi nila nalilimutan yung mga ganun na yung mga anak ni tita, mga binata na. Pero, while waiting for the food, they're watching cartoons. ba diba? And, nakakatuwa lang. Wala kasing specific na mga tradisyon talaga kami sa bahay when it comes to Christmas. The tradition that we have back home are actually, you know, tradition of the whole Philippines. Like, for example, um, if it's Christmas, you hear caroling sa alas What else? Um... Merong, merong simbang gabi. Pero aminin natin, hindi naman lahat ng tao nagsisimbang gabi. Ano pa, kaliwat ka ng Christmas parties, kaliwat ka ng exchange gifts and everything. Na, kung wala kang pera, hindi ka rin naman makakasali kasi wala kang pang-exchange gift. Na kahit sabihin nila na okay lang yan, kahit wala kang pera, pwede kang sumali. But then, deep inside, you will feel left out because wala kang dalang kahit ano, de ba? And then pagdating naman sa family, I don't know if ilan ang pamilya sa Pilipinas na talagang kapag Pasko, alam mo yon, buo, may, may sariling tradisyon within the household. Kasi kami wala talaga. That's why, every Christmas, kami mga magkakapatid, gumigising pa rin kami just to eat together and all that. But our parents, sometimes hindi. Minsan din naman, may mga kapatid ako, hindi na rin sila uh, celebrate ng Christmas Eve. Pero kinabukasan, sure na sure yan na 
lahat ng mga inaanak namin dadalaw sa bahay para humingi ng pamasko. So, nakapila sila kaagad, maagang-maaga pa lang. So, yun lang. But the coziness, you know, the the time na pwede mong ma-realize na, hey, I'm, I'm very grateful to have you. Na I'm grateful that it's another year na kasama na naman kita ulit. Hindi ko talaga ma-feel yun sa lahat ng membro ng pamilya ko or I don't know. But here in Sweden, talagang feel na feel mo yun na... Alam mo yun, yung, yung bonding nila as a family, yung, yung time na meron sila para sa pamilya na talagang parang katumbas na siguro ang Thanksgiving ng mga Amerikano. Na talagang titigil nila lahat ng ginagawa nila. It's, it's a holiday and you know, we need to be together to share food and just to spend time with each other. Which is, which is really nice. I really find it nice. And I hope that I will be able to experience the same kind of Christmas for the next years of my life. Kasi Christmas naman talaga is all about love. I really don't care if I have a gift or, or ano, kung may matanggap man akong, tra- <laughs> kung may matanggap man akong regalo o wala. Kasi ako mas gusto ko talaga yung nagbibigay ako eh. But, but regalo or wala, there are bigger things, you know, that, that we should be grateful, that we should think we should reflect on during Christmas. And yun nga, yung, yung fact na na may mga nagmamahal sa'yo, you can still see them, you can still hold them and hug them is the most wonderful thing na dapat nating ma-realize, diba? Not only naman Christmas eh, but then it's, I think it's a, it's the perfect time because it's the season, it's the season wherein it pushes us to to realize how loved we are and, you know, our ability also to love others. So, yon. So, come New Year, dahil nga ang dami kong travel nung December, nagpunta ako ng South to meet my friend Leia and her partner Bjorn. And aside from them, I also met other Filipinos dun sa South. And sobrang kabaliktaran sila ng mga nakilala ko dito sa Uppsala ng mga Filipinos. I'm not talking about the the PhD students, no, they're also wonderful people. So, um, Leia and Bjorn are very um, accommodating, no, very welcoming sa akin. Sobrang grateful ako sa kanila kasi sinundo nila ako sa airport, alam mo yon. At, um, pinagluto nila ako. Alam mo, those are the little things that I'm really, really grateful about. And, alam mo yon, yung yung hindi ko alam kung magagawa ko ba if ever may dumalaw sa akin. Hindi ko pa nasukat kasi kung gano'n ako ka-welcoming na tao. But I always do my best, you know, to make others feel na na at home. Diba? And sobrang thankful talaga ako sa kanila. I'm really glad that we were able to to sell also in the Christmas market. Sumali kami. Kaya hindi ako masyado, wala akong pakialam sa mga pinupost ko if kikita ako online or what. Kasi meron akong mga Christmas market last December. And, mas madali kasi for me na ipakita yung products ko na nasa table. And, alam mo yun, pipili yung mga tao and I can explain to them kung ano yung mga flowers na nandyan. Meron din naman kasing kagandaan na idudulot din ng pagbebenta website. But I really... Uh, find it enjoyable, you know, to to sell personally. So, ayun. So, ang dami kong travels. Nagpunta akong Stockholm, nagpunta akong Kalmar. May padakon aeroplano. 
Tapos, ang dami kong trend na sinakyan. Ang ending, syempre, dahil may kumakalat na virus. I'm not really sure if I got the virus kasi hindi naman ako nagpa-test. Pero, by um, December 27, sobrang sama na ng pakiramdam ko. And, uh, alam mo yung trangkaso level talaga siya. Wala akong sore throat, pero may headache. As in, sobrang sakit ng ulo ko. Galing pa lang ako ng Kalmar. pagdating paglabag ng eroplano sobrang sakit ng ulo ko pero sinasabi ko sa sarili ko nun, baka dahil lang sa period ko pero yung pawala-wala na siya na sakit ng ulo and feeling mo ang bigat ng katawan mo yun na so talagang tumindi yon buti na lang by the end of December kasi nga hindi naman ako nagmamask and all so alam mo yun lahat ng mga pwedeng masinghot ko na na virus for sure nasinghot ko na and Pagdating ng December, in-invite naman ako ng mga friends ko dito sa Uppsala, yung mga PhD students, to spend the new year with them. But how can I do that if sobrang sa mga ng pakiramdam ko, tinatrangkaso ako, baka nga nagtatampo sila because I, was able, I wasn't able to to join them. Pero mas maganda na yung nag-iingat, ba? Diba? So, in-isolate ko yung sarili ko for like two weeks, mahigit. Buti na lang may pagkain pa naman ako and gamot. And um, tuwing lalabas ako kung talagang emergency, which is, hindi ko naman ginawa. Lumabas ako, talagang feeling ko okay na ako. Like, hindi na masakit ulo ko, wala na akong nararamdaman. But then, kahit nung lumabas ako na nakamask pa rin ako whenever I ride the the bus. Ang kagandahan nga, dahil malayo ako sa city, karamihan sa mga bus na sinasakyan ko, kahit papunta lang sa, papunta sa groceries, ano siya, tawag dito, Walang tao. So, kadalasan ako lang din yung sumasakay. Pero yun nga, nagmask ako. And pagpasok sa department store, nakamask din ako. So, yun. Bumalik ako ng Stockholm for, ano na to, January. For, for my, how am I gonna say? For my workshops. Kasi nag-invite ako ng friend ko to conduct workshops sa lugar nila. Sa school na pinagtatrabahuhan niya. And, um... During that time, ang saya kasi I was able to to teach again, which is something na nami-miss ko din naman talaga. That's why I'm I'm planning to to create workshops, de ba? Pero hopefully makabalik tayo sa sa ganung sistema. But but for now, wala. So yun nga, come January, okay na ako, okay na rin ako ngayon. I was able to finish all my frames. my i think if you're if you're following me in Instagram nakita niyo yung mga floral frames which is actually those are not frames but then embroidery hoops na sobrang mura dito sa Sweden like for example um the medium sizes ay nasa 5 kronos lang which is i don't know you just you can just google the price so i realize na sobrang dami kong ginagawang art like yung mga pendants ko gawa ako ng gawa come to think of it Resin is still, you know, not really good for the environment. And the more na gumagawa ako ng mga pendants and all that, na later on, di ko naman alam kung anong gagawin ng mga taong makakabili sa akin, they will definitely throw it, di ba, away. And ang ending ng bawat pendant na yan ay sa mga dump sites and everything. Siyempre, iniisip ko din yun. And uh, so, by December pa lang last year, I stopped making pendants. And... I told myself that I will try to move all the pendants that I've made already. The problem kasi with me, whenever I create something, kapag may naisip ako, gagawin ko ulit, nang hindi ko pa natatapos yung isa ko pang project. So, kung minsan, whenever I mix resin, tas may sobra, um, 
gumagawa ulit ako sa mga bagong mold. So, ibig sabihin nun, kapag nilagyan ko ng resin yung mga molds, panibagong mga pendants na naman yung nasa isip ko. Hanggang sa dumami ng dumami yung mga nagawa ko, nakaramihan nga hindi pa tapos, tapos takatenga lang and all. So, what I did, nung, ano, I think, November pa ako nag-start. Sipin mo ganun karami yung nagawa ko. Kasi November pa ako nag-start. Hanggang ngayon hindi pa rin ako tapos. Uh, pinolish ko yung mga pendants and all. And then, yung mga hindi ko pa tapos, tinapos ko silang lahat. So ngayon, I just have to fix the edges, for example. And then to... 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 to ano ba tawag dito? To polish the surfaces. Mga ganun na yung ginagawa ko ngayon. Na, yun nga, mga past projects pa to na tinapos ko na. Hindi na ako gumawa pa ng mga pendants and all. Another thing, if I want to create something, I will use upcycled materials. For example, the bezels that I use right now are all from old jewelries na nakuha ko rin sa mga second-hand shops. I realized that if I'm gonna buy bezels pa sa China, panibago na namang dumi sa kalikasan. So, you know, um, I admit that my my art is not really good for the environment. But this is my way of expressing myself, diba? I I can paint, yes, but this is not, but painting is not really, like, you know, I, I it's not, it's not the, the kind of art wherein, para sa akin, nadadalian ako to express emotions and ideas. No. Now, I really, um, came to a point, I accepted the fact na my medium is anything, but, my focus will always be botanicals and flowers. So, ano ba tawag dito? So, going back to my pendants, I stopped making them, but then I'm now creating a lot of, ano, uh, tawag dito, frames, which is, sabi nga ng mga nakausap ko na followers ko sa Instagram, bakit daw lumaki yung mga gawa ko, ganyan-ganyan. Kasi these are, I find these frames cute. I don't know how to embroider Diba? Papagod ako. <laughs> Pero, alam mo yun, they, they can also be used as something like that. You know, to put to put flowers inside, to arrange flowers. And aside from that, ang dami kong malalaking flowers. Hindi naman maganda kung gugupit-gupitin ko yung mga flowers na yon just to make sure na kasha sila dun sa bezel or sa mold, diba? So, kailangan nila ng mga malalaking frames in order for me to use them. So, ganun yung ginawa ko. And um, what else? What else happened? Okay, so I had a collaboration with a, with an artist in Helsingborg. And sh- her name is Karima. I think she's TikTok famous and Instagram famous as well. Which is really, really nice. So I remember sending her a message that I want to collaborate with her because I have this art idea in mind wherein um, I will... I will paint a face and then put the flowers as headdresses. And since I can't paint talaga, you know, those kinds of paintings, I think I can, but I, I need to practice. I've searched for an artist who can do that. So, nakita ko nga si Karima. And I, I sent her a message. I don't know if at first she was kind of hesitating, but then after a couple of months, she said yes. She's really nice. And... It was actually a long process. She paints fast, pero ako iba kasi um, flowers by ano yan, ba? By season. So, ang hirap mag tawag dito, ang hirap ang hirap pumuo ng 
ng artwork with real flowers na mabilisan. I think I should create a podcast about this because this one is taking too long already. So maybe I'll just explain next time. So anyway, so yun, it's 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 a wonderful collaboration that I will explain in in another podcast, another another recording. So for this year, I really hope that I think the main focus for this year is to finish my thesis, which is totally different and totally far from from my resin work or my art life. But, you know, I'm here and I need to finish that because that's the reason why I'm here in Sweden to to study sociology and to finish all of those, you know, that I need in terms of university life. And I'm just glad that I have my art with me because it keeps me grounded, it keeps me going. And pampaiwas, ano rin, buang-buang, diba? So, I'm really grateful. And I really hope that... Um, I'll get more collabs, but I think I will try to look for collaborations once matapos ko na yung thesis ko. I try to, alam mo yun, to, to just have things na pang side para lang ma-feel ko na, na may balance pa yung buhay ko. But anyway, those are those are the things that uh, that happened and um I I think will happen for the next months and please include me in your prayers. And thank you very much for listening. That's all. Have a wonderful year everyone and thank you so much for being with me. Instagram anyan um dito man sa resonate or anywhere any platform that you're following me. Thank you so much. Mwah!